0: Welcome back to another episode of In Football Terms. And today is a a kind of different episode. We're currently sitting in Madrid in Spain. We've just spent about 26 hours on flights. Um, And unfortunately, Fabrizio can't be here with us today. So I, Erling Hard, will be taking this one. Um, today with me, we have the, the, the famous Ronald Lukaku, who we've seen a lot of recently. And a new guest, we have Laurius Carius, who is clearly on the decline in his career, but he has a lot of experience and, and he's here for a good time. And he has a lot of input on this, on this podcast. So let's take it away. As I just mentioned, we spent about 26 hours on a flight. Laurius, can you just take us through that general look at the flight? Because we know that it was a bit of a tough one.
1: Uh, the flight started off quite well. I was sat in front of Oscar and in front of Prince, but I got squished between two massive Danish people who didn't speak English. Well, they did, but not very fluent.
0: And do you think that that, that just made it awkward? Because we know that like we saw other players next to elephant-sized women and taking up the majority of the, of the leg room... In your case it was it was just more that if you wanted to go to the bathroom, what like what were you meant to say?
1: I didn't actually say much uh when, when I came back with the seatbelt sign went off. So they woke up, thank the Lord. So we really just relied on the flight
0: attendants to, oh, yes. to give you give you a chance to go to the bathroom. And for you, Romelu, we know that you had a very very cruisy flight, except what I saw with you was you, you tried so very hard to get to sleep and you just couldn't find comfort.
2: Yeah, it was, it was tough times during the flight. Look, the first flight, that went for roughly 50, 14 hours? Yeah, 14 and a half. Quite, quite hard to fall asleep. I think he managed to get a few hours in, but couldn't put the head, head to the. Yeah, we saw like, a very
0: interesting technique from you as well because yeah. we saw,
2: usually, you know,
0: they tell you to put your hand luggage underneath the, the, um, the seat. seats in front of you, but in this case, we saw a big black striker underneath the seats in front. Sleeping and spent about an hour and a half on the floor sleeping until the flight attendant tripped over your leg and and decided that turbulence could actually affect your your well being. Um, but do you think you recommend that position under the under the seats
2: in front of you for a very nice? Sleep? Well, if you are flying on Qatar, you do get blankets and pillows. So if you get a rough roughly two two pillows, one blanket, you can make it work depending if there's randoms with you. Or unknown players, we could say, they just wouldn't work. But yeah, it could make the club members or board members from your club or other clubs that are quite friendly with you. You could definitely make it work there. And
0: I think we saw that until um, till you nearly got kicked off the plane for it, but yeah, unfortunately, that's all right. Um, and just as well, we saw a technique from from you, Carius, that we we don't see very often, which is just simply stay up for the fourteen and a half hours and. Was this impacted by the the Danish, or or was this a self self choice?
1: I did stand up for a, quite a long time with the boys. Um, took me a little while, but I got a couple of couple of disease after a while. But the Danish people were very very obnoxious. Made it hard to hard to get
0: to sleep. And we just saw you mention there, Romelu, that we were with Qatar Airways on this one. Obviously, you know we're not usually flying with Arab Airways, but um, on this case we were. Do you think that do you think that, that was a good choice by, by your advisors to pick this this airway or would you recommend more of a a common
2: airline such as Qantas? Well, personally, I've only been overseas once, so I did go on Emirates the first time. It was quite enjoyable. The seats, the screen in front of you didn't really comprehend with me. On this flight, on, this no, co- on the on the previous flight, but oh, this right. flight it was actually quite well. Games were played, could play with uh, former members of the team. Just you actually had decent amount of foot space in front of you. I did. That you
0: then did decide to use yeah. it as a,
2: bed, as, as, a bed. Yeah, as a bed. I did. Yeah, I did. I did use that. Did find that very helpful. Um, Plain food as well. It was actually above average. I thought.
0: To myself, do you would you be inclined to agree with that one, Loris? Because personally, I was a bit so so. Yeah, some of the food was a bit bit shit, but
1: overall, it was pretty good
0: it because was, it was we, very warm. Yeah, well, we saw like mashed potatoes. I really think that airlines should start scrapping that from their menu because it just becomes a dog's breakfast. And would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. And
2: and what we well, actually, actually did tend to stay away from the mashed potato and head to the more. Rice right. options.
0: Yeah, that's true. You went to the masaman curry kind of yeah. spectrum of the world, um, but then my my question arose from all of this was how is this food heated? Because a bit like the the toilets, does the shit just fall out of the plane? But with the with the food, we uh, I'm sure we can't just have <laughs> microwaves on a plane. So how how do you think it is
2: heated? Well, I feel like. Have you ever seen, like, those MRI packs from the military? Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, With the water and yeah. something happens inside and heats it up? Yeah. I feel like it could be same similar the concept to those. Yeah, except we're not in the Air Force. Yeah. So I don't know why why they would be used
1: in this situation. <laughs> uh, what about you, Loris? What, what, what would you think? Well, when they gave it to me, I couldn't even touch. It was that hot. But in the trays, they were just normal trays. So, like, they were grabbing it out of and they weren't even warm. So I think some... that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, Do some... we have aliens on these plants warming
0: them up? Yeah, I feel like... Some Could be dented there in the back of mind. Indeed. And so now just taking a look, we, we'll pretend we've just, you know, gotten off the plane and we're here. We haven't seen too much of the outlook of the Spanish Spanish footballing style just yet. But we do know that in the, in the global grand scheme of things, Latino clubs get an amazing rap. We're from behind, an amazing, amazing view. From above, amazing view. Game time, amazing do you think that this expectation will be lived up to? It depends, really, the player. If they are looking for If Latino that's what they're club. looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So, for someone like you, who currently is not a free agent, will we be seeing any Latino game time? Absolutely
2: not. I will be sticking with Inter Milan and Inter Milan only. Even for two weeks? You have two weeks. As previously, no one has to know. As previously stated in the first episode, that I will be dedicated to AC Milan. We're not going to be seeing a two-man club, kind of. No, no, not not like Everton. It would just be only a loan club. No, absolutely No loan deals. So
0: we're seeing... We, we are on a two-week World Cup break right now, but that is not going to affect your relationship nah, with tomorrow whatsoever. going Milan to be
2: whatsoever. on pre as soon as I drop back into the Australian terms and sides of things. Look, That's straight back into the not training. not what I was expecting to hear, but... Straight dude, back yeah. into training facilities... Game days. Pretend
0: nothing ever happened. Pretend there was no break. Just get straight back into it the way you, you came
2: out of it. Nah. I signed a contract in the terms that said no Loyalty. second club. Loyalty. That was one of the. That was a dot point. That was a major in bold. No second club. Capital letters and everything. Yeah, bold. Underline. What about what
0: about for you, Laurie? Because we know that you have a global club at hand and been been there for for a while now. Was, that, was there some similar sort of terms in the contract there as well to say no no second club, or was that kind of just inferred? Yeah,
1: there will be no second club, sadly. No loans, no nothing. Is that by choice, or has you been enforced?
0: Would you rather have two clubs at the same time? It's or? not
1: been enforced, but I prefer just for the one club. So
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's a smart move, and a brave move from you, uh, from you, Ron, Lou, because we know that you are a man that can play for two clubs very, very effectively. Um... So now we've moved on from Latina clubs. Now we're looking at the tour that we are actually on, which is getting a bit of training with the with the bigger clubs because we know you know for you Romelu Inter Milan, bit of a bit of a shit case at the moment. Uh, so coming to train for the likes of Real Madrid, you know I think I think that could be very good for your development and for you, Carriers. Don't even know what where where you play right now. Um, so maybe just. Training with the under-9s at Real Madrid could really, really help you out. What 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 would you say you're looking for? And what, what, what would you say you're looking to get out of this tour?
2: Well, I would like European clubs or even, like, agents to be interested into the Romelu Lukaku. To, to look to push you further in your footballing career. Yeah, exactly right.
0: Words there for me, but... Yeah. Again, essential English right here, but um, moving to you, Lotus. what are you looking to get out training with um, newborn
1: children? Oh, um, so, yeah, the, the same as uh, Romelu, wanting to better my footballing career and, as uh, you know, had a downfall in my football career, but hoping to strive for better. Yeah, I think that is, that is the key here, is to try
0: and get the most out of this opportunity to play against um, players at a higher level. Yeah. Um, and now, keeping on the topic of the tour, from you, carriers, because right now, as we're doing this podcast, we're seeing Romelu rolling around like a like a little, uh, little child. Um, who do you think will be the most annoying on this tour?
1: Definitely Romulu.
0: <laughs> what makes you say that?
1: I feel like bunking with him at the moment. I wish we could get a camera on him, because he's got his ass out at the moment. Yeah, just
0: just normal (laughs) normal Romelu things. Can you Romelu just come in for a second? Put your dick away. Come on. Can you can you just run us through why you
2: act like this? Undiagnosed ADHD. My mum, my mum have been giving me these pills for about twelve years of my life. Have they worked? She's never told me what they are, but she tells me to take them. we know in
0: the we know in Spain we we come from overseas where we don't know any Spanish we know that could be, you know, that could be quite annoying. A language barrier there. That, yeah, exactly. But that might not even be the number one thing that's going to piss you off the most. And, and apart from Romelu, what will piss you Salvo. off yourself the most? Salvo. Ooh. In what sense? Salvo, His for example, for is, the, is the head of this tour.
2: His ambition for scamming. His mafia-like senses. Like. Interesting.
0: Yeah, well, we did see him today, actually, just confiscate the passports without any any further uh, input and we saw him get signatures from all of us on a document that we don't know what we're signing for it
1: wasn't even our language
0: exactly so so maybe maybe you're onto something there um and we'll we'll slowly finish it off here but Romelu we know that we we were just talking about Inter Milan and we know that you have some connection that we've never seen before in your playing career is it safe to say you miss them
2: a hundred and ten percent. It's only been 28 hours, but I could be three hours deep in the cuddling session with them. Not just deep in them, just
0: in the cuddling session. Look, it's coming. In what sense? <laughs> Wink. And to you, Carriers, we know that you, are, you have had more experience with your, um, with the club that you are at, but will you also be inclined to miss them because we know that you aren't just going away for these two weeks in Madrid you are then going on a Europe, Europe puzzle is that an opportunity to get away from the club and for, for a few months or or will you genuinely miss them for that time
1: oh I'll be missing them 100% I wish they were here with me so want to share that experience with them however I cannot
0: so your excuse to go overseas with your grandma isn't just an excuse to to go off the grid for a bit I think that's all we need. So thank you for listening to this episode Um, and we'll hope to see you again soon. Thank you for having me. That's right. And if Romilly was here, he'd also thank you, but God knows what the man's doing. He's off the balcony.